The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studios in Las Vegas, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. It's The Fake Show with Jim Toffey. I always like having comedian actor Gilbert Gottfried on the show. His voice work over the years has been incredible. And since 2014, his podcast titled Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast is really good. Let's check in now with Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert, how are you, buddy? Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Hopefully you're staying healthy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I'm staying alive. <laughs> Forget healthy already. <laughs> right, that I guess that ship sailed a few years ago. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you wake up in the morning and go, "Oh, I'm still alive." Okay. <laughs> so, have you actually enjoyed not going out and being on the road at, at the moment or, or is your family just so sick of you at this point? Uh, well, we are all sick of each other, but <laughs> um, I, uh, the road, I mean, it, uh, I, I don't miss heading to the airport and making reservations and, and going through security and being searched and all that stuff. But, but you know, yeah, that part is horrible, traveling part. So I don't really miss that. Yeah, if you could just transport yourself right to the stage, I guess that would be the ideal thing. I, if, the ideal thing for me is if I could transport myself to getting off stage and having them hand me the check. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, the last time we uh, talked, we discussed your outstanding podcast, which is not only so good for all the great star guests, but the incredibly interesting character actor types like Bob Balaban and Stuart Margolin and Bruce Dern. I mean, it's it's just such an enjoyable pod. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, I well, I always loved those old character actors. Yeah. There used to be a lot more of them. Uh uh they they were like you'd see the same character, you'd see like the same cop in every single movie, same gangsters, same candy store owner. It's true. I mean, you look at an episode of Starsky and Hutch and oh yeah, that uh bad guy has been on about 250 shows. It's it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and and we had one and I always forget his name. God, uh he was in all of the uh Roger Corman films. And and he we had him on the show and he's been in like 20 billion films. And he said he would work for Roger Corman, and it would be so low budget, those films, that he yeah. in a Western where he played both the cowboy and the Indian. So you could actually watch uh-huh. him shoot himself. Uh-huh. As a cowboy, he fires a gun, and the next shot is him as an Indian falling over dead. Yeah, that is a that's a low budget process, all right. It's also cool to get to know some of these people, isn't it? And they turn out to be just nice people. Uh yeah. Yeah. And those those old character actors, they could they could do it all. It's like uh 
they, you know, one movie they'd be like, uh, you know, they'd be different, doing different accents, different type, and and you knew you'd get a good performance from them always. You replayed an episode you did with the late Carl Reiner uh, recently. Is that a guy where you know he's coming on the show that maybe you're a little bit nervous? Because is there anyone more iconic in the comedy world than that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been a, a bunch like that where you go, oh, Jesus, am I really, does this guy exist in real life? <laughs> and so Carl Reiner, uh, Dick Van Dyke was on the show. Yeah. Yeah, these these people where you go, they, they can't be real. I can't really exist. When you were on Saturday Night Live, what was the audition process like? Because it was at a time when that first group of people like Aykroyd, Belushi, and Chevy Chase had just left to do movies. Yeah, it was the worst time to be yeah. on Saturday Night Live. Because it would be kind of like if in the middle of Beatlemania... John, Paul, George, and Ringo left, and you had four other guys. Yeah. Or if they recast Friends mid-season. You know, it, it's... People were outraged. And and I remember the audition, they saw... Well, they saw me, or the ones who did stand up at clubs. Then they'd call you in, and they'd give you stuff to... a. They'd want you to audition in front of them and give you... Or have uh, sketches where... The funny thing that's so weird, and this is what's so weird and unrealistic about me, and how out of it I am, when I was there, I wasn't nervous, for some reason, auditioning. And I, I didn't take it all seriously. And when they announced I got it, I I wasn't overjoyed. <laughs> when I announced I was off the show, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, well, and I mean, as I recall, the cast, your castmates were pretty good, too. Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo, I think Laurie Metcalf from Roseanne was on? Uh, no, she came later on. So weird, because after I was fired from that season, I thought, at first I thought everybody's going to be looking at me for the rest of my life going, Oh, that was that. He was from that terrible season. He's one of the bad ones. And the funny thing is, is with Saturday Night Live, it's been on so long. It you get it every season mixed up. It, it's kind of like when you watch those movies with the cavemen battling the dinosaurs. You know, it was millions of years apart, but it all blends together. You know, it seems like a guy like Al Franken was there forever. And Gilbert, I actually saw Franken and Tom Davis perform when I was in college in Wisconsin. And the material they did on stage was pretty controversial. In fact, people actually, some people actually walked out during their performance. Wow. Now they have to do why did the chicken cross the road and people will walk out? <laughs> that is true, yeah. Have you had, well, I mean, I'm assuming you've had people walk out on you because you don't shy away from controversial topics. Oh, uh, yeah, I've had people walk out. Uh, I've been fired from stuff. It's, uh, it, 
It's a weird time to be in comedy. Well, and especially now because everyone's off the road, but uh, just in time for that is the Tournament of Laughs. And I just talked to Paul Rodriguez, who's also a part of this, and he said it's pretty neat because you do everything yourself and you and you do it from home. Did you enjoy doing it? Uh, it it's weird. Um, everybody, yeah, you, you're basically there with your phone. And now you have to make these, like, basically little sketches and films. And so you can't do stand-up wouldn't work, you know, where you're standing in your living room without an audience. And, <laughs> um, and, and you, well, you start to realize not every comedian is a great filmmaker. <laughs> they don't. They don't automatically become Charlie Chaplin or Woody Allen. <laughs> so what did you do? Can you encapsulate it in just a few seconds? Uh, oh, God. I don't know. I did like these <laughs> these little sketches. Uh, sometimes uh, a couple of them uh, were thought up by my daughter, who's 13, because... Uh, nice. She She's like, you know, uh, she knows all about this, whatchamacallit. I don't even know the title. <laughs> it's called a phone, Gilbert. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, right. Yeah, and and phones also. I mean, I, nowadays, to know about filming something or recording or anything... You have to ask a two-year-old. That is true. One of the other things you're doing is you're doing these personalized greetings, which are hysterical, and you do that on Cameo.com? Yeah, you go to Cameo.com slash Gilbert Gottfried, and I do uh, these uh, video shout-outs, birthdays, weddings, uh, holidays. One of the funniest things you ever did was the Roseanne roast. That's just that's just a standout. I go back to that every now and then. That was uh, the roasts were always fun to do. Tournament of Laughs on TBS and uh, tournamentoflaughs.com is where you can find that. Gilbert's podcast at gilbertpodcast.com and the personalized greetings at cameo.com. Nice talking to you. I'm glad you're doing well and and now behave while you're with your family. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Gilbert, take care. You too. Bye-bye. There he goes, Gilbert Gottfried, and that does it for this episode of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. Yeah.